Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Broncos Podcast Network and YouTube for the latest episode of Broncos Now. As always, I'm your host, Sydney Jones. And coming up on today's episode, the Broncos hit the road tomorrow to head to Houston. We'll hear from head coach Sean Payton, plus Broncos lead writer Eric Delala joins the show for a game preview. All that and more coming up. Broncos hit the road to head down to Houston tomorrow as they're set to face the Texans on Sunday. Head coach Sean Payton spoke for the final time ahead of this matchup today and talked about the meaning of this game. Look, both teams are six and five. Both teams are in the AFC, but um, you know, you got to prepare to play a game. You got to prepare to play your best game. And, you know, the further we play and the longer we get into the end of the season, each, each week will present scenarios. Um, but, you know, it's a good team. It's a team that, uh, has played well this year and they're playing with confidence. Head coach Sean Payton said earlier this year that the best teams are player-led teams and he spoke on that today and how he sees that in this locker room. When when you get going, um, it's their team. You know, we're all a part of it, but um, this season, in, you know, the players um, begin to hold each other accountable. They, they begin to play for each other. It's one of the great traits that you see is when um, they don't want to let each other down in their play, and I think that's a really good trait for any team to have. Plus, he talked about what the keys will be for this offense in Houston on a Sunday. Early down efficiency is important. I think this is a team that, um, you know, it's a penetrating one-gap defense. They play hard. They play fast to the ball. You can see it on tape. Uh, you can see D'Amico's. Uh, you can just feel the energy that they play with, and, and that's a result of their coaching and and the talent that they have. Sheldon Rankins, shoot, he was a first-round pick of ours in New Orleans, and they have a number of good players. So uh, I think being being good on early downs is important. I mean, there's a handful of keys, but um, but it is a team that if they get you behind the chains in long yardage situations, it becomes more and more problematic. Now it's time to take a look at this week's final injury report. Cornerback Damari Mathis did not participate in today's practice, and he is listed as questionable for Sunday's game. And outside linebacker Baron Browning, wide receiver Jerry Judy, kicker Will Lutz, tight end Chris Manhurts, wide receiver Marvin Mims Jr., and defensive tackle Mike Purcell were all full participants. Now joining me here inside the Broncos podcast studio for a game preview is Broncos lead writer Eric Delale. Eric, thanks for joining me today. You got per it, Per usual on this Friday. Another big one. This is a big one, Eric. Big AFC game here and the start of a three-game road stretch, too. So a lot coming up. Yeah, it's a uh, critical moment in this season, a defining stretch, you could say, of uh, the Broncos' 2023 season. Yeah. But important to take it one at a time and uh, focus on a, a big game against a, a dangerous, a talented, and a, a confident Houston Texans team. Yeah, Eric, looking at the defense first, you know, they lead the league in takeaways. Um, they're allowing the third fewest points per game right now. We've had we've talked a lot about Houston's quarterback CJ Stroud this week. You know, what do you expect for this defense? How do you expect them to fare going up against him on Sunday? Yeah, he's he's good. I mean, he's a, a rookie, but he doesn't play like a rookie. Mm -hmm. And um, I think there's two things. One, his ability to extend plays and then get the ball down the field. Tank Dell, obviously, kind of a, the yeah. major target there. I believe they have the second most receiving yards between a rookie quarterback and rookie receiver in NFL history. Um, and, and so they're playing at a very high level. So that's one element is it's going to be one of those games where you, you face kind of a Mahomes-esque, Josh Allen-esque player in terms of wanting to extend plays and, and look to throw. Uh, right. Vance Joseph said this week he will scramble, but he, he's not really looking to scramble. He's looking to extend plays and throw the ball down the field, um, mm -hmm. keeps his eyes down there. So that's uh, that's one thing this defense is going to have to deal with. 
And then I think the other thing that's very impressive about C.J. Stroud is he shakes mistakes off well and he plays well in the biggest moments. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you look back to a game against Cincinnati, he throws a pick six, comes back and leads a game-winning drive. You think about, uh, you know, this past game against the Jaguars, the Texans didn't ultimately win, but they're down 10 points late in the fourth quarter, leads yeah. a touchdown drive, they get the ball back, and he gives them at least a chance to win that football mm-hmm. game and, and you know, one or two throws away from probably getting another win and putting them into first place in the AFC South. So he's a guy that even if you're up 10 points, 14 points late in this game, I don't think you can uh, – you can't let your guard down, you can't rest because he's, he's still coming after mm-hmm. you. Now, what I will say is I think the Broncos' defense matches up well in terms of what the Texans do well. Yeah. They, they throw the ball a lot. They're looking to throw the football. Um, you know, not everything's deep down the field. They do have these intermediate completions. They'll get the ball to uh, to Singletary out of the backfield right. and let him kind of take things on. But, um, you know, they're looking to throw the football. And when I look at this Broncos' defense, I see that pass defense as one of the strengths with Justin Simmons, uh, Pat Sertan, Fabian yeah. Moreau's playing really well. Jaquan McMillan Jaquan. is playing really well. Um, and, and then, you know, it also gives guys a chance to rush the passer, whether it's Baron Browning, Nick Benito, Jonathan Cooper. Um, so I, I think that that matches up well. And obviously where the Broncos have struggled a little bit uh, is in the run game. And the, and the yeah. Houston Texans are not, at least right now, one of the top run teams mm-hmm. in the NFL. It doesn't mean they can't prioritize that. And certainly the Vikings found some success on the ground when they didn't come in as a top rushing team. But yeah. This is a team that I think prioritizes throwing the football, and it seems to me like this could be strength on strength and really give the best part of the Broncos' defense a chance to, to face off against the best of the Texans' offense. Mm-hmm. It'll it'll be a good one when C.J. Stroud and them are on the field. Yeah, definitely. Eric, you mentioned Tank Dell. It seems like him and C.J. Stroud, they've had a special connection this year, have a special chemistry, but he was listed as questionable heading into Sunday's game, and Houston's going to be without tight end Dalton Schultz too, so... CJ might be without two of his uh, best pass catchers. Yeah, and it's possible. I think Noah Brown is also questionable, a good okay. player as well. Um, yeah, it'll be interesting to see. You know, obviously, D'Amico Ryan said earlier this week he expects yeah. Tank Dell to play, but it'll be something to monitor. Mm-hmm. Obviously, without him, I mean, it will change some things for that offense. Their offensive line is a little bit beat up, so certainly um, they faced some injuries here recently, but... They also ruled out a bunch of guys a few weeks ago when they went to Cincinnati right. and they still won that football game. Mm-hmm. So CJ Stroud right now is elevating everybody around him. I don't think it really matters who's out there. Um, he's going to, he's going to find weapons. He's going to make plays, but uh, you know, Tank Dell's a good football player. We were talking mm-hmm. to Jerry Judy today. He said he watched him before he came to the league and it's not surprised that he's had this early success. He's a yeah. good football player, certainly in the red zone. Um, I believe he has the most touchdowns um, among rookie receivers, so he's uh, he's playing well. He's a threat. It'll be interesting to see. Fast. Yeah, it'll be interesting yeah. to see how do the Broncos deal with with his speed versus mm-hmm. covering some of these other guys. Um, it's going to take a, a good plan from Vance Joseph, um, sure. but but we've seen this defense do it over the last few yeah, weeks, right? And absolutely. so um, should be a good matchup. Yeah. On the other side of the ball for the Texans, Eric, what do you know about D'Amico's Ryan D'Amico Ryan's defenses? I know Russ historically has played well against them. Yeah, you know, only played three times against D'Amico, and obviously against the Niners right. last year is a little yeah. bit of a struggle, but the Broncos did have that big game-winning drive. Mm-hmm. Um, in Seattle in 2021 when he faced off against D'Amico twice, right. um, the Seahawks won both of those games. Russ, I believe, had five total touchdowns, just one turnover, a completion percentage of over 75%, and a, and a high passer rating, I believe, yeah. over 100. So he did find some success there. Um, I believe the Seahawks scored in the upper 20s both times. Mm-hmm. Um, so found some success against that defense. Now, it's not going to be easy. And I think yeah. what the Broncos do well is run the football and kind of dominate 
time of possession, right. um, try to out-physical you. Mm-hmm. The Texans are, are good against the run, and so the Broncos will have to be committed to that. Um, if there's an opportunity in terms of you know, where, where to find some yardage, where to make some plays, it might be down the field. Yeah. The Texans' passing defense is not ranked quite as high. Mm-hmm. Um, they are healthier this week, it seems, than they have been in quite a long time, but they commit the second-most pass interference penalties um, and, and so it may be a chance for Russ to look down the field, maybe find Cortland Sutton, Jerry Judy, Marvin Mims, uh, one of those guys, and, and make a big chunk play. But I don't think you want to get too far away from your identity. And, you know, we'll have to see. Obviously, I think one of the great things about a Sean Payton offense is it can change week to week. But yeah. I would still think the Broncos would emphasize running the football, play action, mm-hmm. that sort of thing, and, and not just come out and throw it. 50 times, but right. I guess we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. Corlin has scored a touchdown in every single one of the team's road games this year, wow. Eric. So, good hope, stat. yeah, hopefully he'll find the end zone again on a Sunday. I know there's been a lot of talk this week just about continuing red zone efficiency. I know they were good in that category last week against the Browns. So, how do you hope to see them continue that on Sunday? Yeah, well, I think running the football helped last week, yeah. um, being able to avoid penalties uh, for the most part. Obviously, mm-hmm. still wasn't perfect, but um, that was better. Uh, and then it's just individual effort, individual plays. Um, you know, we saw Adam Troutman make a nice play. Russ mm-hmm. make a nice play with his legs. And so when you're able to do those sorts of things, you know, Samaj P. Ryan pushing forward for extra yardage and getting mm-hmm. in the end zone, when you're able to do those things, um, it helps you find success down there. And Definitely. Uh, I think what the Broncos are looking for is to not have that be a one-off performance. And you know, Sean Payton was asked earlier, earlier this week about – the team's red zone success. And he basically, he kind of said, hold on, we haven't had red zone success. We had it last, last week, week, but right. generally we have not had as much of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and so can the Broncos become more consistent down there? That'll be key, I think, yeah. uh, especially on the road, right? It's one thing at home to um, kind of kick a couple field goals and be able to hang around and have the crowd help spur you to a win. Yeah. Like on the road, you've got to be efficient down there and score points when you can, mm-hmm. um, especially if this game becomes some sort of a shootout or a higher scoring game because of what CJ Stroud and their offense can do. It could be a game where hey, if you score touchdowns down there and they score field goals, that could be the difference. So yeah. that'll be an area every week to watch. And um, I do think the encouraging thing is this offense is still a work in progress, right? And we right. talked about that a lot last year in mm-hmm. terms of, was well, it ever going to get better? Get better. <laughs> this year it's been much better, much but, better. I, but I think it's still not a finished product, right? right? And so we're 11 games into this, and I think you're going to continue to see Sean Payton, Russell Wilson, yeah. this offense grow, and hopefully uh, red zone efficiency is a part of that. Um, we'll see how it goes. Yeah. Last one for you here, Eric. You know, I know we've talked about this a few times over the past few weeks, but heading into this game, you know, what would a win in Houston mean just for the playoff picture? Because we're getting down to the last couple weeks here. Yeah. Uh, final stretch, obviously, yeah. final third of the season. Mm-hmm. It's big. We've said that the last few weeks. And mm-hmm. the exciting thing about when you win football games is it makes the next game that much bigger. It's true. Uh, stat today, if the Broncos win, their playoff odds jump up into, you know, 60-something percent. And obviously with a loss, they fall down, mm-hmm. um, you know, some people have said, oh, this is like a playoff game because of the AFC playoff picture. Yeah. I don't know if I'd go quite that far. Okay. There's certainly a path for the Broncos still, um, even if you lose this football game. I think the the bigger sense for me is how do you get, you know, something out of this road trip? The Broncos mm-hmm. historically have struggled a little bit during these three-game road trips. Yeah. Every team has trouble with them. They're, they're just difficult. Yeah. And um, I think going out there and getting a win, one from a playoff perspective, perspective it's really big but i think it just starts the road trip off on the right foot Mm -hmm. um you know puts you in really good position and so while a loss i don't think disqualifies you or makes it impossible to make the playoffs 
certainly a win here over a team that's in the same position as you is probably going to be fighting for the same tiebreaker you are. It would be a massive step forward. And so I view it more as an opportunity Trinity. rather than kind of like, oh, no, this is what could happen if you lose. Right. Uh, I view it more as here's what we could gain mm -hmm. from getting a win this week. Yeah. Exciting stuff. We're looking forward to it. It'll be a, it'll be a fun one. It will be. I haven't been to Houston yet either. So no. yeah, first, first trip there for me. Exciting. It is exciting. Eric, appreciate you joining the show. You got it, Sid. Well, that's going to do it for today's episode of Broncos. Now Broncos country. Thanks so much for tuning in. I'll meet you right back here on the Broncos podcast network and YouTube on Monday for a game recap.